Shabbos, Shia number 22. We said yesterday that there's a mitzvah to fear the base Hamikdash. And the rabbis teach us there's a mitzvah to be in awe of Shabbos as well. In fact, this awe is not just a mitzvah, but a living reality, as we see from the following halacha. The person purchases food from a vendor who is unreliable regarding the taking of maisa. So back in the day, you'd have to tithe the produce. And the person forgot to tithe his food before Shabbos, what should he do? Well, you go and ask the vendor whether he, he tithed the food. If the vendor says, my soul was taken, the person can rely on it and eat it. This is because the awe of Shabbos is upon everybody. And nobody would sin on Shabbos. Now that's really an interesting concept. During the week, we can't rely on someone who is not scrupulous about these rules. On Shabbos, we believe him because he's afraid of Shabbos. Now, we're talking about here a person who's generally religious. Just this area of life he's not very good at. This is the awe of Shabbos, similar to that of the Beis HaMikdash. On Shabbos, there are so many things we have to be careful of, so many minor details and major prohibitions. Thus, there's a mitzvah of fearing Shabbos. This is not a negative, paralyzing fear where you just don't want to get out of bed. It's a positive, sobering one, which encourages us to watch what we're doing on Shabbos. Someone who walks around Shabbos with a carefree attitude, as if nothing in the world is of any concern, is liable to mess things up. On the other hand, people sometimes get nervous and pressured on Friday because so many things must be taken care of. And that ruins Shabbos. But we should know that the tension of Erev Shabbos could be rooted in the midst of fearing Shabbos. You want to do it right because you know it's something to be done properly. So you want to get it right. In the base of Mikdash, there was a golden Mizbeach on which it was a mitzvah to offer Ketores incense twice a day. Eleven spices, the finest in the whole world, were ground very finely and placed on glowing coals. This incense produced a wonderful fragrance. So much so that the rabbis say women as far away as Jericho didn't need to use perfume because of the fragrance that wafted through the air from Jerusalem. A bride in Jerusalem didn't need to perfume herself because of the fragrance of the katores of the incense. In temple times, many millions of people poured into Jerusalem on Yom Tov. There were all kinds of shops there, but none sold perfume. The air was so full of the smell, it was impossible to smell any, any other scent. Sefer Chinuch explains that this strange thing was designed to increase appreciation for the beauty of the Beis HaMikdash. People saw that not only was the Beis HaMikdash the most impressive building, but even the smell that came from it was so special. So what is the smell of Shabbos? You're going to say Kugel and Shalant, but maybe not so. A story was told by Rav Simcha Wasserman, Zechad Sadil Ivraka, who served as a rabbi in Los Angeles and was the son of Rav Elchanan Wasserman. There was a family of Bale Teshuvah in Los Angeles who had returned to Torah due to Rav Wasserman's efforts. Their older son reached the age of Bar Mitzvah and they decided to celebrate the Shabbos of the Bar Mitzvah in a hotel because they had many relatives and friends. The hotel was out of town. They wrote on the invitation that whoever could not remain in the hotel for the whole of Shabbos shouldn't come. And they should intend, instead participate in a bar mitzvah reception during the week. They wanted people not to drive. Rav Vassman was not able to come to the bar mitzvah for Shabbos. So Friday morning he called the family and wished them a muzzle tov and apologized that he wasn't able to attend. 
Then the rabbi asked the mother if she prepared a cholent for Shabbos. Pardon me, rabbi, but our friends don't know what cholent is. We're serving cold food for lunch, including the meats and side dishes. But the rabbi insisted, so please make cholent. Of course, she did as the rabbi instructed. Shabbos morning, a car stopped at the hotel. The middle-aged couple stepped out. They entered the hotel and suddenly the woman, the woman froze and said to her husband, I can't take it. Get out of here right away. Before the parents of the bar mitzvah boy could even greet them, they disappeared. On Motzei Shabbos, the family called the couple to ask what had happened. And they were told an amazing story. The woman who'd walked out was a Holocaust survivor, taken from her home at the age of six. She spent a few years in the camps. At the end of the war, she made it to America where she built her home. She remembered nothing of her childhood in Poland. Nothing, not her father, not her mother, not Shabbos, not any signs of her Jewishness. But on this Shabbos, when she entered the hotel and smelled that cholent, everything came back to her. She smelled the smell of Shabbos. The conclusion of this thought, next time. Have a good day.